seems pretty conclusive. She can also hear us. Hello and welcome to Haunting Button House, a BBC Ghost podcast, a podcast recapping and reviewing the BBC series Ghosts. I'm Luke. And I'm Tash. Did you? Were you waiting for a prompt? Then? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have to introduce myself. Yeah, well, I've got to give you time to speak, and I. Let's see. <laughs> um, anyway, on that, um, how have you been this week? Good, thank you. What you been up to? Work. Um, that really is all I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Yeah, what have we done this week? Yeah, not a lot really. It's January though, isn't it? Like, yeah. it, it, I always find like whenever you get into the post Christmas part of the year, it's just everyone's like, oh, I don't have any money to do this, no. or it's too cold to do this. So it is exceptionally cold at the moment. Yeah, though. yeah. We're we're uh, currently trying to. Well, it's like not too bad actually in the front room. It's just when we go into any other room, we will freeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way it is. Um, in the UK at the moment, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners, 66% of our listeners apparently, as I just saw. Are from the UK? Are from the UK, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's incredible. I'm, I'm interested to know more about well, the yeah. 44% <laughs> that's not from the UK. Well, I, w- I won't spoil anything there, but if you are from uh, from overseas, let us know and get in touch. There's well, a, few, a, f- a few people that get in touch. I was just going to say, we've had some feedback. And we've had nice feedback so far, no criticisms, which, apart from when I get things wrong, which I'm always happy to be corrected on. Um, so, yeah, I feel like um, from the feedback that we've had following the, following the first episode, um, I think maybe we're, we're plugging a gap that was in the market. Because mm. um, I don't know if there's another dedicate. I know we've like spoken to other people who've maybe done like one or two episodes of ghosts on their podcast um but but no one who who's specifically bbc ghosts mm-hmm. um obviously apart from the official um ghosts podcast which we've not really listened to have we like I haven't to listened honest. to it at all no. but i think we kind of knew we were going to do this mm. and made a conscious choice not to listen to to that one. I feel like if you did, you'd be in the situation where you're just basically regurgitating what they've said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah. Obviously, theirs is probably way more interesting than ours because it's the actual people and who are very, like... Very professionally produced yeah. as well. So they <laughs> what do you have, mean? Yours... They don't have cats running around in the no, background in there. So. They don't. But I know what I'd prefer. Well, so. that's true. And that would be theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I think, first of all, Thank you to Emma for letting us know that the plague girl wasn't called Lucy. I think I must have got my wires crossed there, but her name is Jemima. So, mm-hmm. as I said, I'm always happy to be corrected. Um, and Emma also let us know that the captain is called James. So, um, I definitely missed that when we first watched Ghosts. Yeah, I, I don't know if they where or, or no. when they, they, they say that. But... So, hopefully we'll, we'll remember this and we'll pick that up, like when we... Um, get to that episode um and heather let us know that animals can become ghosts which i thought was interesting but it also finished me off for about three hours whilst i cried thinking about (laughs) our cat shelly who when she passes on is going to be a ghost and we won't be able to see her 
Well, let's hope we become yeah. ghosts then, and uh, we yeah. can sort of yeah. just, I don't know, what rock around for uh, for the rest of eternity, I suppose. With our cat, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and also Marianne, who is from the US, mm-hmm. um, let us know that, that she liked the podcast. Um, and she kind of, we were talking about, like, her experiences as... Um, someone in the US watching like a UK show and mm-hmm. how like the comedy is really different. Um so I thought that was interesting and um obviously we've not watched the US ghosts. No, no. <laughs> maybe it, we will, maybe I, not. I, I, was, I was thinking about that actually as we were we, as I was watching. I was like, I wonder how different the US ghosts yeah. is and um yeah. Um I don't wanna say I don't I I, I I hear people like say certain things about it, but I don't yeah. want to judge it until I've watched it no, myself no. in the rain. Like Maybe we wouldn't watch it until we finish this. Yes. And then we yeah. would see Stop how we felt fresh, about that. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, so we've had um like lots of comments. So please like keep letting us know what you think. Um letting us know if you like what we're doing. Um and also like if there's anything that we can do differently, um, or any suggestions that you have, um, it's always um welcomed. So yeah. Mm. Um, we might as well get him into the actual episode, I suppose, at that point, though. Yep, let's go. So, Gorilla War, Series 1, Episode 2 of BBC Ghosts. So, this episode first aired on the 22nd of April... 2019 it was written by Lawrence Ricard and directed by Tom Kingsley Mm -hmm. so the episode opens with Alison waking up in the morning and she goes to the bathroom Mm -hmm. she's clearly on edge and the blur the the, the blurred the bird flying around the bathroom certainly doesn't help Mm. ease her concerns she she also looks really injured still as well yeah yeah, um, like anyone who's wearing a neck brace definitely looks like they've had some kind of calamity, I was going <laughs> to well, say. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, pretty pretty yeah. Obvi- obvious. Apart yeah. from, uh, what's that program now where there's there's a guy who's pretending to wear one or something like that? I, I can't remember. Know. Anyway, yeah. No. Um, I liked as well the pigeon. The pigeon hits her in the face. I know, full on face. Yeah. I would. Have you seen that video of the guy who's walking into the shop and then the pigeon just like whacks, whacks him, him in the, in the face, face. Yeah. and then it just walks off slowly? Yeah. Great video. <laughs> And I love how he doesn't get angry either. He's just like, that just happened and I'm going to check the bird's okay and keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so she's in the bathroom and Robin surprises her um, and confirms with the other ghosts that Alison now has the ability to both see and hear them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the titles start um, with the groans of Alison after she's face-planted the bathroom door, trying to run after Robin Mm. um, as he runs out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like we've kind of discussed like the um, the intro, of yeah, that kind yeah. of like haunted house, maybe mm. like sort of doll's house type mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. we probably um, won't like discuss that each episode. No, no, no. I mean, it, it doesn't really change. There's no like differences to it. It's just the, the same each episode. So yeah. 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 So um, after the credits, it cuts to Mike who awakens Fanny. Um, she's lightly snoring, so it does kind of suggest that ghosts do sleep. Yeah, uh, there's no need for the sleep, but at least they they maybe keep just maybe it's just something you have to do to keep yourself sane. Maybe maybe I don't know. yeah, just to break up the day. Yeah. So yeah, 
So he barges into her bedroom to begin some renovations. Um, I like how Mike does the old drill is a gun, I am a robot. Like, you have to do that. I mean, really. I've never never done the robot, but I mean, every time I have a drill, or even the hoover, to be honest, I pretend it's a gun. So we've got like a like a little short hoover. Shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I'm like running around like, yeah. Okay, I, can't, I can't help. <laughs> I know, know. I'm, I'm a child. <laughs> so um, um, he's kind of like singing to himself. Um, and I like how Fanny goes, Daddy's not drilling any holes in any wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's pretty miffed that like he's in her room. What DOA is he actually doing? Because he just says, I'm going to drill a hole. Yes, I did make a note of that. Was What was he actually trying to do? I think he later says he was hooking up the telly, so maybe he wanted the television wall mounted. I don't know. That, yeah, I don't know. He just starts going hammer and tongs into the wall, just drills a hole. <laughs> so, yeah, I was trying to figure out what he was doing. Yeah, so he's... He's sort of, well, he's just sledgehammering the wall, really, Basically, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Alison is chased, chased by the ghostly residents and she rushes to Mike for help. Um, the hole is, it kind of gives us an idea of the layout of the house because um, the hole has been gone straight into Kitty's room, which mm-hmm. obviously she's absolutely thrilled about having a... Um, roommate what does she call it she calls it the smile hole hole. she also asks what's her favorite morning song now what's your favorite morning song um it's gotta be any time that scooter goes good morning morning. that is pretty good answer to be fair um so is that in the logical song it's the logical song yeah yeah i'm sure he says it in what an interesting morning song scooter logical (laughs) i think yeah it's good Good tune, yeah. good one to get it you. It would get you pumped. It would well. get yeah. you pumped. There's another one as well that I think would be a good morning song. Oh, um, oh, it's on like an advert. It's like gotta get up, gotta get up, gotta get up. <laughs> yeah, what's it called now? Um, uh, right on time. That's it. Yeah, there you go. So oh. You you quite like your um, <laughs> no noughties and nineties dance <laughs> tunes to start the morning with. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Alison runs down the corridor to Mike and it's kind of similar to episode one when they're haunting. It kind of cuts from us seeing the ghosts to us not seeing the ghosts so we can see it from like the perspective of, of all of the characters. Um, she shrieks um, at seeing Fanny come through the door and Fanny calls her an, an in, ill-bred hen mm. um, but then screams herself at the painting of her husband george that mike used to cover the doorway yeah yeah so um the ghosts then overwhelm allison with talking and pushing until mike walks through them causing them all to the like they kind of shudder yeah yeah, it maybe makes them feel sick yeah i I think yeah sort of nauseous Mm. i imagine um However, Mike is still convinced that Alison is simply suffering the after effects of her induced coma rather than actually seeing ghosts. And he tries to convince her. Mm. Not very well. I think you know your own mind. I, I, true. I, I mean, in fairness to Mike, this would be the logical conclusion you're in. Your your wife just fell out of the window. He's now saying, I'm seeing ghosts. Every yeah. <laughs> Probably like some Are you kind telling of me you wouldn't believe me if... I mean... Well, you wouldn't, No, certainly. definitely not, no. <laughs> but, yeah, certainly. I'd have to see the somebody pressing the keys as we see, we see later on, but yeah. Mm. Um, 
So the, the cat. Oh, I was going to say there's a good bit here as well where um, um, that she's trying to describe the ghosts to Mike. She says that there's one without trousers, uh, and Julian tries to like um, make up for the fact that he he is just a ghost with no trousers on by saying <laughs> and a first from Cambridge. Yeah. Now, I think that's a lie. I don't think he's got no. a first from Cambridge <laughs> at all. But yeah, no. also. Um, Robin tells... Uh, have you got a note about Robin's bear story? Yes. Okay, I'll let you get to that. So um, I've put, however... Uh, oh, I put, um, the captain asks Robin, as the longest-serving ghost, if anything has happened like this before, and he confirms, yes, but with a bear. And he kind of gives us this, like, story. I'm not even going to try and attempt Impossible the story. Impossible to recount um, And then he ends with, you had to be there. <laughs> so, I thought it was quite funny, to be honest. Yeah, There's, like, a bit funny. of, like... Um, physical comedy. Like you get get the idea. Yeah. Um, Mary suggests it could be black magic, but Kitty and Thomason think Thomas. Sorry, but Kitty and Thomas think Alison is just special, mm-hmm. showing us again how Thomas is falling in love with Alison. Yeah. Um, did you note Thomas's comment as well when they say he's going to run her a bath? Uh, no. Um. Uh, both Thomas and Alison at the same time say, "Oh, I'd like that," and oh. then obviously, like that makes her think that yeah. it is in her head. But also, we see this a lot later on. Thomas's actions would not fly in this century, would no. they? <laughs> they are quite. He's a bit of a creep. <laughs> really creepy. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's for comedic purposes, but when you look at it, you go, oh, "This is just harassment. <laughs> like this is horrible." But yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mike tells Alison he's focusing on the important stuff like setting up the TV. I think that would be us. <laughs> I would definitely... The TV would need to be one of the first things that would be set up, I think. Definitely, yeah. Um, Alison questions if he knows what he's doing, but he says he has Google, which um, directs the ghosts, particularly Julian, to the laptop. Mm. So I can't imagine being Robin and seeing a laptop yeah yeah i mean because the last inhabitant was was lady button heather yeah, yeah so like she's not going to have been bringing in computers and no. stuff like that yeah so yeah or tvs be, or anything yeah so this would be alien to him yeah yeah very weird but then again he's seen cars and everything like that so maybe this is just like oh it's just the next thing so yeah maybe if you if you've lived for like ten thousand years maybe you're just like eh. I'm just getting used to these new things popping up. I don't know. I feel like the laptop is, like, just crazy. Well, I, even to Julian, it's, like, surprising. Because, like, he's... I mean, it's later on when he's talking about it. But, they, like, he's talking about... Is it Wikipedia? When he yeah. sees that and he's like, oh, it must be at least on two CD-ROMs. But he ROMs. calls it Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah. even that, like, he knows what a computer is. Yeah. But how far it's advanced is mental Because I think he time. comments on it and says, yeah. oh, that must be... Like at least two CD ROMs, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Um, so the ghosts regroup in the living room, uh, where the captain decides to take advantage of Alison's ability to see and hear them in order to scare the couple into leaving Button House. The ghosts discuss that although they believe Alison can see and hear them, she has not yet interacted with any of them except for Robin when she screamed in his presence. Mm. Um, and that's kind of when the captain says. Gorilla War. It's not something I've really heard of before. Um, it's, it's, a, a military term, maybe? It's like know. when you... I don't know the exact definition, but it's like where you hide out and like attack them at random and stuff so they can't track you. 
Um, I guess. I don't know. Somebody out there was probably like screaming into yeah. their phones going, no, it's not that. It's but, not that but, yeah. but I like Robin's definition much better. Yeah. Where uh, uh, the gorilla always wins. Always wins. And then Pat says, why is it always about war with you? And he says that to the captain. <laughs> as he, like, points, to yeah, as he like, points to his uniform. Well, why do you think? <laughs> I, I, I made a note here. Um, I forgot, obviously, it's been a while since we've watched series one. Mm. I forgot how unlikable the captain is right at the beginning. Like, mm. he's like, not unlikable as like, oh, I hate him or stuff like that. But he's like, not endearing. Like, the other ghosts, you kind of, even like, you know, like Robin and Julian and stuff, they're kind of, you can kind of get behind them a bit, like, mm. a little bit. But the captain just seems so, like, I think he's aggro. just so adamant or so annoyed that, like, people are in the house. Mm. Although he would have... So who would have been after the captain? Julian, Pat. Julian, Pat. That would have been it. That, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, just those two. So I guess... Yeah, but other people have been in the house. I don't know. I, I It kind of makes you question how they... Um, sort of coped with people living in the house before. Mm-hmm. They they seem to hate Alison. But, but is it just because she can see them? I think it's at the the hotel idea. I think it's uh, like of course, really yeah. putting them off. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, sense. I just as I was watching, I was like, he's really not not that likable. The captain isn't like everybody else is kind of you can kind of get behind, but the captain's like the one spearhead in this this idea to to get them out, and he's just so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's just something about him. Obviously, spoiler, but this changes as we as we go on. But yeah, I I, I forgot how yeah um, aggressive the, the relationship is between them at the start. So yeah, it's interesting. So Julian tells us how he resolved the Arabian crisis, which led to a war in 1991. Mm. I'm terrible. I assume he means like the Gulf War. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's the only one I can think of, but. There might be more stuff. He tells us how he was head of negotiations and Thomas says, utter toffee, you couldn't negotiate your way out of a corn maze. (laughs) And Julian's quite put out by this um, and says that he won't have his credentials put into question, um, saying the treaty is his legacy and that he wants to to prove that. Mm. So uh, he goes off in search of um, the the laptop. I like how he's like, just pretend the door clo- like slammed. Mm, slammed. <laughs> I can't remember his words, but yeah. he's like, just pretend it slammed. I suppose you can't sort of storm out as a ghost, can you? <laughs> you could just, I guess you could just walk through, I don't know, yeah, walking through the walls and that wouldn't exactly. wouldn't make a noise, yeah. though, would it? Yeah. I, I, um, I do like uh, the actor, what's his name? Simon Farnaby. Mm. Is it Farnaby or Farm? Farnaby. Farnaby. I think his, in, in, especially in this episode, he's like really nailed the politician mannerisms like that. Mm. Do you know they never point? Holding your thumb holding in the place, thumb yeah. And, and like do it, yeah, like always moving with hands and stuff yes, like that. It's yeah. like so, he's like got that nailed yeah. on. And I think mm. that lasts for the, I, I have seen him in a lot of different stuff though. And he, mm. he's quite good as a, like a character <laughs> actor, especially Paddington. He, well, the best film <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Which I think he Roads, well, has, it? yeah, yeah, I think he had like it, yeah. some contribution to the yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, Paddington is great. Um, so yeah, um, so Fanny is horrified at Mike's improvements of her room, while Kitty is enjoying having a roommate. Mm-hmm. Julian has spent 
a lot of time typing his name into the laptop only for Mike to walk past and take the laptop with him much to Julian's anger <laughs> it would be frustrating it would be really annoying if he'd long. spent like especially the effort it looks like he's gonna like pop a blood vessel or something I mean, in his yeah, brain if, if he was still alive he oh, probably yeah. would yeah <laughs> <laughs> is this the bit where um um Fanny's uh talking to Kitty and Kitty's doing a like Robo impression. Yes. Was that later on? Like, just going downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, I think Kitty is so desperate for friendship. She's just enthusiastic. She is right? so enthusiastic, yeah. and that's why I love her. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's great. So Mike goes to the basement to try and fix the boiler where he's met by the plague pit ghosts again. Um, so we met them in the last episode. Um, and they're all kind of fascinated with his laptop that he's taken with him in the hopes of it helping him to fix the boiler. Um, I noted how they call Mike a technophobe. <laughs> like, what? After, after it, it does, is it because he hits the thing? Yeah, with he a just hammer, like hits it with a hammer. Which we've we've had boiler trouble in the past. Uh, so very can, recently, very recently in the past. <laughs> um, so I can understand the want to just smack it with a hammer sometimes, yeah. but you know. But yeah, you can't do that. Can't you do can't that. do that. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I, I thought it was quite funny that they, um, yeah, the the these people from like what thirteen hundreds yeah. think this guy's a technophobe. technophobe. Um. So the captain, um, goes. So they decide to to haunt, um, Allison and Mike, um, and they kind of. Well, the captain kind of takes control of that and looks mm-hmm. at it like a military operation. So they're gonna do it. Like every minute of the day, mm-hmm. they're gonna attempt to haunt them, um, in an like well, in an attempt to get them out of the house. So the captain goes first in attempting to haunt Allison. Uh, the captain and Pat see Mike carrying a TV, and Pat explains how it's the front bit, <laughs> and he doesn't know where the back bit is. I so like I think that, that yeah. was quite good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's another bit with Pat. I'll I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, I I like this bit with the the front of the TV. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the captain attempts to intimidate Allison, who just whistles and la la's over him. Mike connects the TV, and she turns the TV up. And the captain is fascinated by the TV program about World War Two weapons. Mm-hmm. He refers to it as being Christmas morning <laughs> with the TV on. Um. Pat becomes over-friendly with Alison, who tries to remain convinced that she's still suffering from the after-effects of her coma. Mm. Um, I, I was just going to say here, like, um, Pat's and Pat's walking around and, like, talk, being really friendly and enthusiastic, kind of like um, Kitty is. But I think it was, like, at this point in the episode that I realised how, like, well-realised all of the characters are. Like, um, so at this point... So we've seen Julian, who's like you know really well portrayed as a politician. The the uh, the captain is really stern and like you know is military like, and then we see Pat, who's a scoutmaster, who's like let's get involved, let's do this, and you know he's really enthusiastic. And it's like every one of the characters is like well thought out, and like you can see exactly how they were in life and like you now when as their ghosts. And I think it's just really, uh, yeah, well, it's not even writing, it's the actors, I suppose, at this point, where they've um, embodied the the characters. Um, so, yeah, I wonder how much, like, is there 
improv and, and like mm. getting into it or how much is written down. I, I'm, I'm mm. not really sure, but but I, I, I thought at this point it's quite interestingly, yeah, how in, into the characters they are. I think it's, <clears throat> I mean, this is coming from someone who, I mean, I don't write <laughs> TV, so I don't know. Absolutely. But I imagine writing characters in a day and age that you've lived in mm. is quite a lot easier than writing for characters in times that you haven't lived in. So, you know, I guess this links back to like them doing horrible histories. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they have to be factual. Like it has to be correct, doesn't it? And I suppose a lot of, um, I mean, they've a lot of them have like taken it in turns to write episodes, mm. but you know, they've obviously um, researched a lot about the characters and the time period that they come from that I guess you do have to like embody the character in order for it to be correct like you know and, and you oh, okay. no, no, no. I, I always forget that they did horrible I mean I don't forget but like obviously I'm I'm, I'm more in I've watched more of ghosts than I have horrible history so mm-hmm. I forget about them doing horrible histories and I suppose that does prepare you to do this because even though in horrible histories they're more like caricatures of and like, it's short isn't it yeah. short like skits rather than an actual episode but i, I suppose with, with this they're kind of like horrible histories characters but fully like if they've gone okay so this is this is not the case but if this was like an ancient egyptian what would that be like mm-hmm. if he'd mm-hmm. you know so it's th- you can tell that they've taken what they've learned from that and applied it to a sitcom essentially mm-hmm. like and yeah it's um Clever. Yeah, yeah, really clever, and and like I said, it shows a lot of effort and and love in the actual characters mm, as well. So definitely, definitely. So Julian uses uh, Mike's laptop in an attempt to prove to the other ghosts of his legacy as an MP, only to be horrified when he discovers that he has been remembered as a disgraced MP who died in a sex scandal in 1993. Yeah, so he... it's a bit of a shock for him to yeah. realise that. Kind of isn't remembered how he hoped to be remembered, which comes up again later as all well, right at the end of the episode. But uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah, must be. I imagine to be fair though, you don't know because you're stuck in the house. You don't know how the perception is of everything after you've died. Is you know what I mean? So he yeah. wouldn't. He'd just be now. Like, oh, everyone must have been like <laughs> like so sad and that. You know what I mean? Like as you'd assume, but um. I did like as well at this bit. I don't know if you may know uh, it with about Mary's tactic of trying to get Alison out as well after this. And yeah, um, where she just repeatedly just says, "Get out!" <laughs> <laughs> get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> but to be fair, effective because that would yeah, just drive, you, drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So Mike turns off the TV that the captain was watching and the captain said, if you were dead, I'd thrash your bottom, sir. <laughs> Which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. Um, so Alison continues being harassed by the ghosts with Robin deliberate, deliberately making her jump, Julian pestering her to make amends to his Wikipedia page or Wikipedia. Fanny criticising her every move, Mary and the captain's verbal abuse, Pat and Kitty's over-friendliness and Thomas's romantic advances. All while Alison is trying to keep sane and block, like block tell herself that it's all in her head. There's, um, there's a lot of stuff in it because it's kind of like a montage, I suppose, in this yeah, part. So yeah, yeah. 
So you get um, Julian explaining other MPs even stranger sex scandals. Yeah. Um, I, I like the one where he describes a Shetland horse as the one with flares. <laughs> um, um, we get, um, what else is there? There's, um, so when Fanny's like going through and criticizing her, you also get a, a line from her about um, when she's trying to peel the carrot, which just says a lady yeah. doesn't hold a <laughs> carrot, carrot like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's, a, there's quite a lot. Um, there's also, I don't know, did you, um, you uh, Thomas, when he's like uh, going after her set again being really like lechy and creepy um he also says at one point i thought this is a bit shifty he was like maybe we could be like romeo and juliet and obviously i've killed i'm dead already so maybe you have to like it's like i, I was know like, i was like bloody it's hell. It to the extreme <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh so yeah as as you find out uh, there were incels before uh you know <laughs> even in the 1700s um and also at this bit as well, where because she tries to go under the covers as well, doesn't she? At that bit, yes. Um, when she's under the covers, and you just hear laughing and giggling. Yeah, that's like it reminds me of um, what's that Japanese horror film there, where it's um, The Grudge, or I don't know the the Japanese version, but like um, <laughs> there's like a giggling kid ghost in that, mm. and it's like really creepy. But obviously in this, it's just Kitty's friendly Kitty, face. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, believing she needs medication to stop her from seeing the ghosts, Alison forces Mike to drive her to the hospital for a checkup, but not before alerting Mike to press the lever to prevent the old boiler from almost exploding, thanks to the plague pit ghosts for warning her. Yeah, yeah, because they, they're all just shouting red lever, and then yeah. she, she eventually just buckles and says it, I suppose. Yeah, she? So, yeah. Yes. I think before that, in the moments before, she kind of doesn't want to accept that like mm. they're not in her head didn't she call them zombies i think yeah yeah, yeah she i mean they do yeah look, they do kind in, of, in fairness it is it would be horrifying like seeing yeah. that so. and she kind of questions at that point i think when they get to the car um because mm. obviously she's just waiting in the car for mike um like should they move out mm-hmm. um and i think you would want to wouldn't you like i think they kind of Started quite gentle with the haunting, mm-hmm. um, but this episode it's like ramped it yeah. up because they're like so adamant that they want to get rid of, and rid I, of them. I suppose now knowing that that she can definitely pers- yeah perceive her, like they can be more aggressive with it. Mm. There, there was a good bit in this as well where she's um, saying like that maybe they should move out, and um, I can't remember the exact wording, but Mike's like, why, what, what, why do you feel like we need to move out? And then it immediately hard cuts to all the ghosts outside the car waving and shouting <laughs> and screaming. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. So at the hospital, Alison discovers that her near-death experience um, has caused her to now unwillingly see and hear ghosts. Although instead of being consulted by a real live doctor, the doctor she speaks to first is in fact a ghost. Mm. Uh, even though this horrifies Alison, it's the main thing that convinced her that she can truly see ghosts now. Yeah. I um, thought that was a really good, like, sort of additional bit, mm. do you know what I mean, of, of her experiencing ghosts. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's not and like, it's like a twist for us as well, because yeah. we would just not, we would just expect that to be like a, her doctor. Yeah, and then, um, and then you seem like 
Get him back get into him. the filing yeah. cabinet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I did like that she starts screaming, the doctor's dead. Um, you're not leaving the hospital if you're sharing that. See, that's what I put. Because <laughs> yeah. then we see them like return to Button House. And I was like, I don't think she'd have been allowed to go no, home if yeah. she'd have been screaming, the doctor's Probably dead. Probably not, no. Um, I, I like as well, as they're driving back, she sees another ghost as well, like um, a Victorian Yes, ghost. which like waves to yeah. her. And... and I think that's like her accepting. It's like, oh, I can see. I might as well just lean into yeah. this now. And... That, that raised something though, because... Um, Obviously, we've watched all the episodes, and I can't remember any instances other than this that she sees ghosts outside the house. Maybe she does, and, and there's mm. probably people out there who've seen it as well who go, oh, no, in this episode mm. she does. But I can't remember it being brought up again. It's just we only ever see the ghosts inside the house. We don't really see them outside of the house that much, though, do we? The, the ghosts can't leave the house. But, no, but oh, we don't really see Alison and Mike that much outside of the house. Yeah, true. Going forward. Uh, the only time that I can remember, but again, this is because it's... We've only watched it not long ago. Is when they go clubbing in like a later series, like the latest series. Mm. But like, if it doesn't serve the the scene, what's the point in just having a ghost pop up? You yeah. know what I mean? Like so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she can. Maybe she has seen ghosts in there, and we're just not. <laughs> yeah, just used to. Yeah. So the couple return to Button House. Um, and Mike reveals that he has just contacted the bank and it turns out that they can't get out of their loan. And if they pull out of their project, they will be bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So you'd be pretty like, oh my God, we're going to have to stay. This is it. <laughs> I, I, I thought she took it quite well, surprisingly. <laughs> but I do wonder if finding out you can see dead people in the same day kind of softens the blow of realising <laughs> that you're also in debt. Yeah. Um, so Alison then angrily confronts the ghosts, admitting for the first time that she can see and hear them. Right. There's only one thing for it, isn't there? Fine. I see you, okay? I see you, Major General Kansing. I see Captain K, prick. I see all of you, okay? You win! Mission accomplished. I admit your existence. Now, what the hell? So when she asks them what they want, they tell her that they want her and her husband to move out of Button House. Alison replies that they cannot, thanks to Mike's inexperienced handling of loans and contracts, and she agrees to grant each of the ghost requests to exchange to coexist peacefully. In exchange to coexist peacefully. I I like this bit um, where, um, so obviously she's talking to the ghosts, and um, Mike is seeing her talk to the ghosts, but obviously he can't see the ghosts, so he thinks, uh oh, she really has gone mad. Um, So he starts Googling, what is it, psychotic episodes and stuff like that. And then he's like, (laughs) he says to her, uh, I think I should call somebody, and she just turns around and says, "Who are you gonna call?" <laughs> Which yeah. was quite a, quite a good line. Yeah, definitely a bit of a nod to mm. Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, so yeah, so the captain just wants her to put the telly on so he can watch tanks, anything on tanks and super weapons. <laughs> Fanny wants the painting painting of her ex husband removed and the hole in the wall repaired. Thomas wants her to divorce Mike and kill herself, so not much <laughs> okay. of an ask, really. Again, double double, double yeah. down on that one, yeah. Pat just wanted to say hello. Julian wants her to remove all slanderous content about him from Google, or Goggle, as he says. <laughs> um, Mary wants her to renounce Satan. Robin doesn't want anything, and Kitty just wants to be besties. 
I, I like how she renounces Satan and and uh, she's pretty happy with it. She's like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. She's like, that'll yeah. that'll do. <laughs> Maybe she thinks that would have helped her <laughs> if people accepted her renouncing Satan so quickly. That yeah. to well, Mary, I was forgetting her name then. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I keep. I don't know why. I keep. I keep wanting to call Julian Martin. What's his name? Uh, What's his name in real life again? Simon. Uh, Simon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, I don't know why. Yeah. Even in my notes when I was typing them, I was like, Martin. Martin. And then I was like, who's Martin? And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know where that's come from. Like, I, I have no idea why I wanted to call him. Politician. I've never, I can't even no, think of a politician called I just, Martin either. Very bizarre. Yeah. I haven't got a clue why I kept doing that. I kept having to go back and I was like, who's Martin again? And I'm like, I oh, know, I mean, Julian. So, um. So then it cuts to the ghosts getting what they want from Alison in the living room, basically. So she's playing chess with um, with Robin. So obviously mm-hmm. he did decide on something that he wanted. Well, yeah. Um, so, um, Lady um, Lady Button Fanny um, kind of says to Alison, like, "Well played," um, like to keep everyone living harmoniously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, Mike sees the laptop keys typing on their own. Um, and I think that's kind of the first time that he's like, okay, yeah, like yeah. actually maybe she isn't mad yeah, <laughs> and yeah. uh, maybe the ghosts are real. Um, I think if you were told, um, I mean, put myself in these shoes, if you said there's ghosts everywhere and then I started seeing Keep yeah, I'd say you'd that's be like, pretty, you'd be like, pretty yeah, good okay, proof fair enough, yeah. that like there are yeah. actually ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you would probably think Tash is doing something to <laughs> make that trick, happen. Yeah. yeah, you would think that though. I know. Gonna, you would. As soon as I say, yeah, I believe you. You're like, ha. Uh, <laughs> um, so the episode ends with Alison and Mike successfully fixing the boiler with the help of the plague pit ghosts. Yeah. Um, I like how. Um, uh, <laughs> They they say they've been helping, and he's like, they. There's two of them. Yeah, she's she's like, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they've got, there's got to be about fifteen of Some, them down something there. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't. Each character play two ghosts, or or are they? Is it just yes? Yeah, one? So all, all the plague pit ghosts have. Yeah, it's one of the the other. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, The actors play them, but yeah. I don't know. So that's at least what? How many ghosts is there? Now? Oh, this is putting us to the test. Julian, um, Robin, uh, the Captain, Mary, <laughs> Kitty. Uh, uh, oh, who am I forgetting there? Fanny, Pat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Seven of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you counted Mary? Because you missed yeah. her last time. I can't, Yeah, I'm sure I counted Mary. So Julian, Kitty, Robin. Mary, the captain, Fanny, and Pat. Yeah, yeah, seven. There you go. Oh, we forgot one. Definitely forgot one. The headless ghost. What's his name? Um, Do you know we didn't see him much this episode? Only no. once in the medicine cupboard. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the the, the ghost's name there? Um, Humphrey. Gonna, Humphrey. This yeah, I was really going to show myself up there. Yeah, <laughs> we really didn't see him that much in this episode though at all. No, no. Because he wasn't even outside I, I find making he, demands. I, I find he's kind of there for sight gags and occasionally when they want to do something mm. based on his story. Otherwise, I Rob, guess because Robin, Robin yeah. is kind of like, this is the same person. Isn't yeah, it? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I just, I never, until you just 
well, until we forgot about him. I never yeah. really yeah. Um, realized. So, so yeah. So you might be able to hear me quickly trying to type um, because I forgot to do something that oh, yeah. we said we were going to do. What so do? I don't know what the IMDb rating of this episode uh, so is. I, I got it all down. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I was I, like uh, trying to type it quietly. Then I was like, why am I click like things on like loud? And I was like, that's going to pick up on the mic. Um, so but, I was like nodding going, yeah, that's really interesting. You keep talking while I'm looking at it. I've done that okay. before. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, so you've got it. Yeah, I've got all that. So yeah. Okay. Um, but before that though, I suppose, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was a good follow-up episode. Mm. And I liked the idea of exploring... Um, Alison sort of convincing herself that she mm-hmm. can see and hear the ghosts. And I think that kind of episode was definitely needed. It would have mm-hmm. been weird if she'd have just or like just gone, oh yeah, I can see ghosts now and mm-hmm. Mike yeah. believed her. Yeah. Um yeah. so I do think it was a good episode in that sense as like a transition into the next one. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was as good as the first one. Yeah. Okay. So um I think it had its I think it had funny moments. Yeah. And definitely bits where I laughed. Um, but yeah, I don't know how they could have improved the episode, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Six. Okay, fair enough. Um, I thought a, a similar kind of thing. I thought it was a solid like follow-up. Um, again, I'd forgotten how negative the relationship is quite mm. early on. Like, it's absolutely toxic towards one another, you know what I mean? So... Um, I, I, yeah, it's been a while since I'd watched the first series, so it's interesting to see from that side. Um, I liked how all the characters are more fleshed out in this and more, um, realized rather than like the first episode, you kind of just get a glimpse of them. So now you can start seeing their motivations and what they're actually like. Um, but there's still enough mystery and like, we only know about how one person died. Well, Apart from the obvious uh, Pat having an arrow through his neck, and yeah, you can work with <laughs> yeah. that. But there's still some mysteries to to keep you coming back. Mm. Um, it's not the best episode, but I still thought it was a solid one. See, I thought it was a tiny bit better than the first episode, mm. but I gave it a seven point five because I'm. Oh, doing, are we allowed to do point fives? Are we? Point fives now? Yeah. Okay, I because I can't. It's one of those where it's like I can't give it a full point more, but I did mm. think it was better, but only slightly. You yeah. Know what I mean? so, it's difficult doing ratings though because I think um, I don't just want to give everything a seven out of ten That's because problem, it's yeah. definitely more than a five. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's definitely better than average. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, why would we? We obviously think that. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. why would we be doing a one thousand on mm-hmm. on ghosts? But um, yeah, I'm just reluctant to give like everything a seven. I, I want to exactly be a mean, little bit yeah. more critical on. Also, obviously, this is our second watch, although we've not watched first second third and fourth series recently mm-hmm. um i know that there are better episodes that deserve a higher rating exactly yeah so. yeah that's that's the thing like i always say like um yeah five is in the middle so even a six is like you're saying it's better than average yeah you know what I mean? yeah so definitely six and above is a yeah. good episode for me yeah. um but yeah, some people see anything like seven or below as like, oh, that's bad. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's, definitely it's not. Yeah. I think I'm just trying to be as like mm. rounded as I can be. So. Um, but we're not far off because the audience score on IMDb was seven point seven with eight hundred and fifty four mm. votes. So, that's so yeah, interesting. Just a bit mm. more than mine. Um, but yeah.
Um, so we might as well go on to our uh, haunted segment. I don't know what what we we need know. we need a we need a name. So that that's help us come up with yeah, a name. We need a name for this this uh, segment part Where about we look at haunted real things. hauntings. Yeah, but we need to be a bit snappier than than real hauntings. <laughs> in our um, most haunted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's similar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but this week, so yeah, keeping with the Midlands. Um, and keeping very close to to uh, somewhere I know, uh, I've chosen the Bromwich Hall in West Bromwich. Um, I'll go through the history first. What Bromwich? Bromwich. Yeah. Did I say Bromwich? You did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was thought it was just West Bromwich. It's West Bromwich. Yeah. I don't know why I said. It's because it's written out Bromwich, and I just I read it all out. Yeah. But like, that's your roots. I mean, I'll get into it later. This place is five minutes from my house. So. Well, not your current house. Not my current house, no. But from where I was, you know, brought up. Brought up yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've got even personal history with this place. So, oh, I'm very excited mm-hmm. to hear this. Um, so, a bit of history about the actual hall. First, it was built by uh, Richard de Marnham, um, who was the at the time current Lord of West Bromwich, uh, around twelve seventy. Um, and it was the centre of his agricultural estate. Um, who would you say the current Lord of West Bromwich is? Frank Skinner? Frank Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of who, who's like a, a big... Apparently Robert Plant's from West Bromwich, but I know he's, he, he like uh, does more for wolves now, doesn't he? Noddy so, Holder's from Warsaw, isn't he? Is he Noddy from Warsaw Holder. or is he from Wolverhampton? He's from Wolverhampton, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. trying to think. Yeah, let's get let's go, Frank Skinner. So, anyway. Where are they from? Yeah, Birmingham. Thin uh, yeah, he's, he was born in the guy from Thin Lizzy was born in West Brom, but I mean, he moved to Ireland. West so. Brom is the home of rock. <laughs> but they all start here and then leave, yeah. which I think is probably yeah astute. Anyway, um, so it's anyway this this place is described as a hall house, um, and from the outside, it's kind of that traditional old house uh where it's like the <laughs> an old house but um it's like the white mortar the black oak beams mm. and then like a thatch roof lovely if you yeah yeah if you can imagine imagine that i'd show you a picture but it's not going to be very helpful to anyone <laughs> listening um but the buildings had many different names in the past it was called the old hall and um why i always knew it as was the manor house um only the Great Hall uh, survives from the original sort of complex. Um, it's uh, it's apparently dates back to the thirteen hundreds, and um, it's it was living quarters, agricultural barns, and and ponds and different stuff like that. Um, it's had different occupants throughout the years who have modernized the house throughout the centuries. And extended it um, until it was described in 1790 as a large pile of irregular um, half-timbered buildings, black and white, and surrounded with with numerous outhouses and lofty walls. Um, So it's had numerous occupants, but I'd say the most famous one was Richard Shelton, who was the Solicitor General in 1625 to King Charles I. So uh, it's got a royal connection. Um... The manor has a moat, which would have probably been added at the time that the Great Hall was constructed in the 1300s. And uh, it's in the 16th century, the fields surrounding it were used for 
um, wheat and barley and stuff like that. Um, it's been sold and occupied, and then uh, eventually in the late 1800s was used as tenements uh, for different families. And the building itself was left abandoned for a long period of time, but was saved from demolition in the 1950s, where it was built, um, bought out, uh, restored, and um, it was eventually reopened as a pub and restaurant uh, until it was closed in 2009, before it was reopened as a museum in 2010, which it still is a museum today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's the history of the house. My personal history, as I said, I live five minutes away from it, so um, the the back field, I used to go and play on uh, on that field all the time when I was a kid. Um, I've been to the pub numerous times. Um, I've got a, f- <laughs> a vivid memory of doing the cha-cha slide in the old chapel. Yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they, they used to hire out the chapel as like a... Um, do you know, like some pubs have got like a function room. Yeah. It was like that. So it was like my mate's uh, mom's 40th or something like that. <laughs> we were all there yeah, doing, doing the cha-cha slide, as you do. <laughs> um, which is funny when you hear about some of the stories later on about the chapel. So anyway. Um, also, talking of weird things happening there uh, on that same night um my friend's brother said that something pushed him while he was standing on something and he was standing on like a stone at the front yeah and he claims that something pushed him over Whoa. and off of this um because nobody wow. else was near him at the yeah. time but he was six so i don't know i feel like children can sense things that grown-ups can't could be i mean he was adamant that something pushed him and why would why would you make it up? Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't, would you? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Unless he knew that the place was haunted and he wanted to Play up make to it, up yeah. a story, then maybe. But otherwise, no. Like, mm-hmm. you just wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't do that. Um, so hauntings, um, I mean, qu- quite frankly, I did a lot of reading on this. And later on, somebody makes a note. I think it was when I was watching... The, the episode of Most Haunted, which I'll get to, because there's always an episode of Most Haunted in these yeah. places. Um, they they say that there's not a lot of documentation on the hauntings and the ghosts and stuff like that. It's just people's stories. Talking, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what it is. So there's no real, oh, this person found this, and it's just these are the stories. Um, so, yeah, eyewitnesses have mentioned that they've seen a, um, a black-bearded man who simply stands and stares... Uh, out of the window of the chapel, the said Cha Cha Slade Chapel, <laughs> um, and when people are walking past the building, uh, and yeah, so apparently he stares at people. Do um, they know why he stares at people? No, no, no idea why. Aww. They're just. Um, there's also a medieval era, um, yeah, medieval era ghost, who apparently is haunting the ladies' toilets. And a lot of people oh have said God. that they've encountered a, 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 this ghost in the ladies' toilets. That one also comes up later on in the most haunted episode. Oh, really? Um, but the apparently the most commonly cited one uh, was a ghost that didn't start appearing for almost 30 years. Uh, up until, um, you know, it hadn't been reported for 30 mm. years. And then basically when they started renovating um, this place for being turned into a pub, mm. they found a sealed off room. And as soon as they opened up that room, they started uh, noting that the people started seeing a, a ghost of a young girl uh, in loads of the rooms. Um, so, yeah, and apparently ever since that had been opened mm. up now, they, they see her regularly. 
Um, in 2019, uh, Paranormal Friends, which is a Shropshire-based ghost hunting group, um, mm. which is, you know, world's collide, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, investigated the site. They they mentioned beforehand uh, some of the things that had been reported. Um, there was the apparition of two young men, uh, two young men, uh, which they re- uh, which they believe might be um, two people called Bertram and Nicholas, who were brothers from the 14th century. Wow. Um, and one member of the team who went on this mentioned that they uh, felt they were grabbed by a spirit, uh, and they'd seen a, and when they'd looked to see what had grabbed them, it was a dark shadow. So, um, other spirits included a medieval man, uh, and they also mentioned that uh, there's other phenomenon that they see, such as loud footsteps um, in there and and uh, lights turning on and off on their own, which is a classic hmm. ghost ghost sighting thing. Um, as I mentioned, the most haunted crew uh, rocked up in twenty four uh, two thousand and four, uh, as they always did. That was like their peak. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely my peak of watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, most haunted with the lights turned off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they mentioned yeah the, the typical ghost phenomena. Um, I, I kind of watched the episode and took notes from that. Um, and yeah, they they mentioned names being called in empty rooms, and also like these dark figures disappearing. And as soon as you go to investigate, I'm sort of like what other people had said. Yeah. Um, Derek Akora, as he does, uh, sensed a little girl, um, like mentioned, and he believed that she died of smoke inhalation. Oh. Um, and he also uh, so like from a fire, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah and apparently, well, uh, I was going to say, is a record of a fire. In there's the reports of there, there was a fire in in the building at some point, wow. but yeah, so maybe that's related. Um, he also believed that there was a murder um, in oh on the God. site, and he said if you dug up a part of the. I can't remember where it was, but part of the outside yeah. said if you dug up there, you would find a body. Because oh, wow. He said, he said that there was a murder there. Um, the crew and Yvette Fielding mentioned that they felt... Sorry, just going back yeah. to that. Nobody yeah. has dug it up there. I don't know. Never, they never said that they dug it up, yeah. I, you got to remember, it was a pub, so the guy was probably like, I'm not digging up my, 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 my yeah. barking <laughs> just so I can see if there's a ghost. can be appeased. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, throughout the episode, uh, Yvette and the crew uh, feel uneasy and unwell. Uh, they start complaining about having bad backs and feeling, you know, a bad belly and stuff like that. They start hearing noises of latches rattling and stuff like that. And when they asked um, if anybody's there, they would rattle more. Wow. Um, the best part of the episode, though, and the part that <laughs> has a um, a personal connection was um, they go to investigate the ladies' toilets um, as they they'd found this this uh, the stories of this late, uh, this ghost that li- lives there I suppose mm. I don't know um, which reminds me of Moaning Myrtle from from Hunter yeah Island. that's it Moaning Myrtle um, but yeah so they go to investigate the ladies' toilets and they're all cramped in there and uh, Yvette Fielding hears a hissing noise and runs and they start saying something spat at me something spat at me at this moment i was watching it with my 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 parents my dad just starts laughing we're like weird reaction what why are you laughing he knew exactly what it was as did Derek Akora because he says that it's fine it's just an air freshener <laughs> now my dad used to work for a company that <laughs> installed these air fresheners and he'd put that in about three weeks before they were going to film no this so he was like I'm just scared of airfield in live on telly um so yeah that was that was quite funny um 
uh, also as well while I was researching this, um, I used to know somebody who, um, well, I do know somebody who works there, uh, and I uh, or used to work there is what I was trying to say, uh, and I asked if they had any experiences or paranormal act, you know, anything happened there while they were working there. And they said that they didn't have any sort of paranormal incident, but they said that they definitely felt things walking in the building. They said that um, you never felt like you were alone, um, that there was always somebody watching you, even if you were in an empty room. Um, and she said that multiple people felt like that who worked there. Um, she also gave me another story, apparently of a, uh, a middle-aged woman um, who used to live on one side of the building, um, which uh, was near the chapel, or looks onto the chapel. Um, they said they had uh, photos of this woman, so it must have been in you know like the early 1900s, I guess, mm-hmm. if they had photos. Um, apparently she was really sick, and um, uh, while she was you know ill in bed, uh, her dress caught fire uh, in the fireplace, and apparently... They weren't quick enough to put it out, and unfortunately, she she My burnt God, to death. That's um, and there's apparently stories of of a, a ghost like that, like who was mm. who burnt. So, <sighs> who knows? Yeah, but I thought it was an interesting. It's it's interesting that somewhere that's you know literally was five minutes away from yeah, where I used yeah. to live has so much history, and mm. also like these stories of. You know, hauntings and stuff like that. I mean, it still hasn't changed my opinion, but it's good, interesting stories, aren't they? <laughs> um, but yeah. Great. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I suppose that's pretty much it for the rest of the episode, isn't it? So, yep. Um, so that's episode two done. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. With yeah. episode three. Yeah, we forgot to say uh, when we're when we're <laughs> putting these episodes out weekly, didn't we, last time? So yeah, they'll, they'll be out every week on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. we might take a short break in between each series, but we're mm-hmm. hoping to look at any specials that come mm-hmm. up. Um, so I don't think there's a Christmas special between series one and series two. No, I think it's um, series, series two. Series two, two yeah. One, huh? So course, we'll yeah. probably take a break after series one mm-hmm. just to catch up mm-hmm. and then... Um, we'll be back but yeah that's not for a few episodes yet, yeah, anyway, yeah. So. Um, yeah but I suppose if you've got anything um, any opinions on the, the, the our show or the show itself Ghosts yeah. then get in touch with us yeah so you can um, as always contact us um, through Instagram so it's haunting button house or you can email us at haunting button house at outlook.com um, I do post on the various um, ghost um, or ghosts Facebook pages um, so if you see those then like and comment you can get in touch with us that way um, but yeah all feedback is welcomed um, and we look forward to hearing from you mm-hmm. and next week the episode is happy death day so Aww. I think which is Pat, I, rem- I remember I right it's a good episode yeah, yeah quite a good yeah, episode yeah looking so. forward to that one yeah super so see you next week Bye. <clears throat> me 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 <laughs> 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 Are you going to be drinking all the way through? <clears throat> no, I'm just getting warmed up. You ready?
He's doing up Shandy this week, running around. Yeah, that's true. We've put her down. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. I'd rather put myself down than Shelley. 